Welcome to Bioinnovator Spotlight at Life Science Org, where we listen to the life science leaders of tomorrow tell their story and discuss their challenges as founders and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, scientist turned communicator, Dr. David Kirk. Let's meet today's founder. I'm joined this week by Eslak Christensen, co founder and CEO of Myco for Food, based at the Bioinnovation Institute in Copenhagen, Denmark. Eslak, thank you for joining me. Sure. Please tell us a little bit about your background and how you became interested in like biology and science. So I think as, as a kid, I've always been, been fascinated by nature, particularly by plants initially. And then through my, through my studies uh, and, a, and a bit of randomness, I, I ended up working with, within the life sciences. Mm-hmm. And then I actually started working on biorefining plot science and working within agronomy, trying to find new, new solutions for, for, the, for the future of agriculture to produ- produce more sustainable food systems, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually I ended up working with uh, microbiology and, and, and filamentous fungi, where we have landed now, so to say. Yeah. And did you study in Denmark as well? Yes, I've studied at uh, Copenhagen University, both for my bachelor's and my master's. Wonderful. Um, are you doing a PhD as well, or is this, uh, you'd gone straight into industry? No, so I've, I finished my master's, uh, and then I worked for, I think, a year before this project that is now turned into a company started to take out a lot of time, to be fair. Uh, and I think uh, I had a plan about starting uh, and a PhD soon now, but... Uh, I realized with the with the current work I have at hand with the company uh, mm. that needs to be the focus for now. Yeah, tell me about the decision to start a company. Uh, how did it come about? Well, to be honest, it's actually always been kind of my approach to to to, to what I've been doing within the research and science, mm. in the sense that I, I prefer to see things being moved out into reality. Um, that's one thing, and then I also am always very attracted of technologies that can be realized relatively fast, where there's not like a huge technological hurdle to actually move on on the subject. What field are you focusing on? Oh, I think it's the clue is in the name, Myco for yeah. food. It's, <laughs> uh, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Tell yeah. me, what's the a major unmet challenge there that you're trying to address? So basically, so I worked a lot with proteins within within uh, biology and within mm-hmm. agronomy is to say, how can we produce more sustainable proteins? Yeah. And I work with biorefining and I work with growing alternative biomass crops and different approaches. Um, and then I, I realized the, this, the whole world of solid state fermentation, filamentous fungi kind of opened up to me uh, as, as a platform that could help provide what we really need. Because when I'm looking out at the the current uh, current industry of products that you can get you, of the different plant-based products, for example, mm-hmm. so we want to get some more sustainable alternatives to animal-based protein products today. And we do have a lot of plant proteins that are quite good when it comes to the environmental footprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have some issues when it comes to the nutritional quality, uh, the taste, and the, the overall uh, nutrition of the products mm-hmm. we can get. Uh, and there's been done a lot of work with extrusion and different ways to try to texture these plant-based products. But you can't really get around the fact that there are some nutritional, uh, what can you say, defects, uh, mm. low digestibility, incomplete amino acid composition, and lack of a range of mineral, minerals and vitamins. And I realized that by using fungi as a platform, 
to upcycle plant proteins into microproteins, so being fungal proteins. Mm. It presents, a, what can you say, a platform for transforming all of these quite sustainable plant proteins into very nutritious uh, fungal proteins to be used for human consumption. Um, so for me, that's, that's why I'm very interested in this because I see a very broad application for it and I see it as a, as a relatively low-tech solution um, I think, to be honest, I've always been a bit uh, aversive against biotechnology when I was studying, mm -hmm. which is kind of tragicomical considering where I am now. <laughs> um, but I was always very skeptical to this approach and saying, ah, oh, yeah, but we just need a, a little bit of energy and a lot of uh, capital to build all these uh, fancy equipment and we're sure it would work when we get it up and running. And I've always been a bit like, yeah, okay, this sounds smart, but do you really put so much resources into it so it's not so smart anymore when you have the final product, right? Mm. Um, I think that's that's why I was very fascinated by agronomy initially. Um, but I realized that uh, there are some some technologies that are possible to work with within this space that I would still consider very sustainable. You, you touched on so many points that are plaguing the industry. Um, mm. kind of, obviously, scaling up is massive that is yeah. uh, the, the the one of the biggest hurdles but um, even going before that you touched on the nutritional aspect to it and this is one of the downsides to um, plant-based alternative and to these um, uh, kind of artificial or not artificial but like real meat but cultivated cells um, mm. are, are all of the uh, vitamins and minerals and nutrients in there b12 uh, for myself as a someone who eats a largely plant-based diet b12 mm. is a big thing is do, do uh, fungi have a uh, an advantage in terms of conferring those nutritional properties over plant and possibly cultivated cells yeah, to be honest, I'm not sure about the, I, I don't know much about the vitamin content in cultured cells. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's possible to tweak that parameter. But uh, when we're talking about microproteins, that is yeah. exactly one of the reasons why I think it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Because a range of filamentous fungi, including some of the ones that we're working on, they are capable of synthesizing for essentials vitamin that we need through our diet and that we currently have a hard time getting through plant-based proteins as you might know, yes. as a plant eater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of those, uh, oh, what's the word, herbivores. <laughs> um, looking at you as a founder now, um, mm -hmm. what is, what would you say is the biggest challenge facing you today? What is the, what is the thing that's bothering you most as a founder? Ooh, I think, I think for me, I'm a very tech focused, so to say, because mm. I've been standing with this in my hands since I was at uni mm. and I've been working quite intensively, specifically with the technology that we're developing. So I think personally for me, it's balancing the, the prioritization between business focus and tech focus, so to yeah. say. But it, I can feel that it's also something that's gradually changing, right? So we started at BII here two and a half months ago right yeah and now i have a number of employees that are helping me with a lot of the technological stuff giving me more space to focus on the business development mm -hmm. so uh, but but definitely uh, that's my biggest challenge because uh, i think it's super interesting right <laughs> i really spend i want to spend my time on it. yeah uh, but i also want to spend the time in the business and there's only 24 hours in the day that's very true if you could, yeah. uh, if you could wave a magic wand, or you know, find a genie and and ask for wishes, what would you what would you wish for for the company? For the company, 
that everything is oh, up and yeah. running. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? No, order? I think I, I know yeah. what you mean. I think well, more hours in the day would be nice, uh, but that's not going to happen, right? So it's a matter of prioritization, and and I think that it is that for everyone who starts this because. There are a thousand things you need to do and there are a thousand things that would be nice if you could also do, yeah. but, but you, you can only do as much. So uh, I think that's the key and that's the same when you study or whatever, you need to prioritize, you need to figure out what's important, right? Yeah. And speaking to some of the CEOs in, in life science org as well, they will uh, still say that that prioritization at every stage of the business is top of mind yes um, so it's, it's very interesting that uh you're uh just a few months in and it is a top of your mind as well i i, I assume that's a good sign <laughs> yeah let's say that yeah i would say it comes pretty natural <laughs> uh finally the last thing i want to ask you is uh has a book or a documentary made an impact on you uh that you can recommend to other founders i think well it depends on what you find interesting right but personally I really like the book by Yuval Noah Orari, uh, Sapiens. Oh, yes. Uh, and I think Sapiens, that's the, the nice readable version. If you want the really nice version with the same content, you would read uh, Gun Germs and Steel by Jared Diamond. Mm. But it's a little bit more heavy with references and numbers and data. But uh, if you like that kind of stuff, it's, it's a, an upgraded version of Sapiens, if you ask me. And they're both on my reading list, which is a mile long. So I'm, uh, I'll work my way to them. Uh, we might, we might have to revisit this the next time we speak. <laughs> yeah, they, they do have a little bit different focus, but they center around the same central key aspect, and that is understanding human civilizations and how mm. humans interact. Wonderful, Aslak. Thank you so much for talking with me on Bioinnovator Spotlight, and I can't wait to chat to you again. Sure, David. It was a pleasure. Are you a life science CEO in Europe? Go to lifescienceorg.com, where you can connect, share, and engage with a community of your peers. We have a platform just for early stage founders too. You can join there at nextgen.lifescienceorg.com.